0: Yo, what's up, guys? You are listening to Organic Poison Podcast. If you are listening on com, thank you so much. And share right now with your friends, 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 friends. If you are listening on Spotify, Apple, or any other streaming podcast app, thank you so much. And be sure to share this with your friends. If you're interested in donating to the podcast, you can do so by going to cashapp.com and looking for Organic Poison. Poison has one O. That's P-O-I-S-N and... Paypal.com slash ShaneIsO. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast, but the best thing you can do is continue to listen, continue to tell your friends, and continue to raise hell. Hey guys, welcome to Organic Poison Podcast. My name is Shane Smith, I am your host. And, uh, yeah. Gonna talk to you guys about some stuff today, of course, per usual. It's been an interesting week. Um, you know, wanting to start getting into different things with this podcast. So, uh, yeah. We're gonna start taking things a little bit... We're gonna finally take it up a notch. Nonetheless, gonna start the show out today with, uh... Very hardcore shout out and a long time sponsor of the podcast. Uh, Manny Anderson, uh, poundcake.tattoos on Instagram. Look, man, the guy has been tattooing for, uh, I'm pretty sure a little over a year now. Look, guy takes it seriously. Really good friend of mine. Not just saying that. I've actually let him put ink on my body. Uh, you guys check out his work. Listen, go to Instagram. And look up poundcake.tattoos. That is p-o-u-n-d-c-a-k-e dot t-a-t-t-o-o-s. Yeah. Uh, awesome guy. Awesome work. Um, look, I'm trying to help this man build out his brand. That's what it is. Build out his brand. Look, he doesn't need my help. Outstanding human being and an even uh, uh, equally growing artist on a daily basis i shout out to manny anderson i just want to say i'm going to cut you an actual commercial but for right now since we're rocking and rolling like this this is what you got my brother shout out to manny duh pound cake tattoos um i want to start out today pointing out the fact that there was a massive ass volcano there's a bigger 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 point to me bringing up this story but there's not very many things much bigger than this, uh, that happens on a regular basis in the world. There was a tsunami the other day, or excuse me, there was a volcano the other day that almost triggered tsunamis. Now mind you, if you were closer to it when it transpired, I'm quite sure that there were said tsunamis, but I believe a explanation for, uh, an actual tsunami is when it like hits landfall and like obliterates a bunch of shit on shore. I digress, but. This was, uh, this was pretty crazy. This was pretty crazy to hear about and to see because they were able to get a satellite image of when it actually happened. And those of you who haven't been living under a rock for the past, you know, you know, three or four days or I guess six years, whenever you hear this, but you'll remember this was in Tonga, I believe. And, uh, let's see, maybe I can find an article from the very entrance to what it is. Uh, after after three tenths months Spanish volcano eruption may be over. That is not the one we're looking for. Uh yeah, I'm not really just, just Yeah, well these are really old. We're looking for something that just happened. It's just happened. But nonetheless, uh yeah, they 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 had to point out the fact that there were Potentially going to be tsunamis on the west coast and in Japan. So like the where this thing blew up at now mind you as I always say if you're listening to this you should pull up the video or the clips, the footage or whatever that they have of this happening in the sky. This is one of the craziest things that I've like ever seen in my life. To be able to just see to just see what happened when it happened. Underneath the water a volcano exp- erupts and it... I mean, I'm sure it doesn't happen instantaneously. I imagine that the pictures are taken over a lapsed period of time. But as the pictures are... And it shows, it just literally looks like a nuke bomb went off in the middle of the ocean. It's just like... Because it's... Yeah, it's like water, of course. But, like, I'm talking about, like, just straight ash just blasting in through the water into the sky. Like, the force that this thing had to have. is not... Is not at all compreh- Comprim- comparable to uh, and barely comprehensible. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but I saw it, and it was insane. Video shows underwater eruption a day before Tonga tsunami. A massive cloud of volcanic ash blanketed Tonga over the weekend. Watch the moment the underwater volcano erupts. Yeah, so that must have been the video I saw. It's apparently pretty bad because uh, they're saying that they they have no way to contact the people in Tonga, which I'm assuming Tonga is the nearest island. But you can only imagine, like what did what kind of water are they drinking? Like what kind of like uh you know like I'm saying like what is their water situation? Think about the amount of ash. Like if, if you're familiar with anything about uh, volcanoes exploding. It can be a problem, like whether it be because of the. Uh, I don't imagine that they're having to worry too much about lava, Enjoy. but I don't know. I don't know. They maybe they do have to worry about the lava. Maybe the lava has become a problem. Uh, you know, something that something that uh, we we take. I think because there's so many incidents that happen, and with everything that goes on in general. Uh, you know, say when we talk about political stuff, and we, we want to point super hard about one thing, and then it's almost like we forget about that one thing when something else happens. And it's by the same people. So forth, you know, where whoever it may be. Uh And then the same people do some more foul shit, and they do some more foul shit. But it's like we have such short memory. Like, we forget so easily how crooked and shitty this person was whenever it was. Whether it be a year ago, six months ago, twenty years ago. Or just... You know the government in general. I'm using them as an example, but it goes with other things. We have the, the phenomenons that happen when we talk about aliens. I've had a few people on here, and we've talked about aliens and extraterrestrial stuff, and you know how all that different stuff. We've talked about this stuff not ad nauseum, uh, at nauseum, at a fair amount, but we've talked about it on the podcast, and I'm sure you've heard of aliens and UFOs and all this other stuff. Well, listen, we need to stop pretending that everything that happens off of the west coast is a isolated incident because there is a lot of stuff that happens in between japan and the west coast that is almost entirely either unexplainable or like super like just like holy shit like how like that like this volcano i mean i'm not saying that this volcano is that far fetched especially if you subscribe to anything that has to do with you know the, t- the tectonic plates sh- switching up and ev- I mean everything that goes on. California has earthquakes more than anywhere else in the country. At least very seismic ones. And so, it's only right, I guess, that that part of the hemisphere would start to have, you know, volcanoes that pop up in the middle of the ocean. But it doesn't explain why there's so many alien sightings off the West Coast. Or why Japan initially was, I mean, was it not Japan, the ones that came up with? Godzilla? I mean, I know that that might not be the exact same scenario, but I mean, let's just think about it. You've got like... I mean, okay, is that the Pacific Ocean? Let me see. Because I'm an idiot, and I'm not really sure. It is the Pacific Ocean, so we'll take the, that for the fact that... Pacific Rim... The things that opened up... Look, I know it sounds crazy. If you know about any of this stuff that I'm talking about, how like in Pacific Rim, the movie, there's basically like a gateway to inside of the world, inside the planet. Like down there to where it's like you're in some kind of inverted realm or whatever, which is very similar to what happens in the King Kong movie. Now... Or not necessarily the King Kong movie. The King Kong movie versus Godzilla. And this has probably happened on other movies where it goes somewhere. And it might not just be – it's obviously not exclusively the Pacific Ocean. But I'm just saying, take it into consideration. You know, obviously all of this is with a grain of salt. I'm just having fun here. But there is something to be said about the fact that, for one, there's always so much interest when it comes to UFOs and unexplained phenomenons off the West Coast. And then you've got all these natural events that take place on the West Coast. And then you've got the fact that California is weird as fuck. And then you've got... <laughs> to an extent, you get what I'm saying about California. But I'm just saying, like, all the different things that go off with the fact that... I mean, the the Japanese... Are the, the, let's see. The, the jap Was Godzilla... Was Godzilla... Created by... Japan. Obviously, Japan did not create him, but... Pacific undersea province given name Godzilla Megamolion. What? According to Japan Coast Guard's Hydrographic and Oceanographic Department of Megamolion is a dome-shaped rise created by the exposure of I Am Curious. You have my attention. This is not what I was looking for, but... Ah, okay. Godzilla will soon have a home as an undersea province of a tiny island that is Japan's southernmost point. A proposal to name the area Godzilla Megamolian was approved at, at a January meeting of the subcommittee on undersea features named Scuffin. The committee was jointly set up by the International Hydrographic Organization and the Intergovernmental Oceanographic Commission. That's a lot, dude. I'm sorry. The name will be used in nautical charts and research papers. The Megamullion is 125 kilometers in length and 55 kilometers in width, about three times larger than Tokyo. Its shape does not bear a resemblance to Godzilla, but researchers thought the monster's name would be fitting because it is believed to be one of the largest on Earth. According to Japan's Coast Guard Hydrographic and Oceanographic Department a megamullion is a dome-shaped rise created by the exposure of mantle beneath the earth's crust typically caused by a large-scale dip a large-scale dip slip <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to be but it sounds funny uh but yeah, I mean, I don't know. That has nothing to do with where Godzilla came from. But I'm just curious to know if God, the people who wrote Godzilla, nonetheless, it's, it is it is from that area, that corner of the world where the stories of Godzilla came from, right? Now, it was either U.S. testing or whoever it was that was testing nuclear missiles or nuclear bombs or nuclear waste, all these other things that allegedly... Formed godzilla and caused godzilla to come to be it's i don't i mean but there's also that concept of what happens where that monsters come from the center of the planet now we've talked about this on here before as far as i think i might have talked about this on the podcast but i might have only talked about it on the radio show but we've had the conversation about how hitler went to the center of the earth once again this is all just speculation from the internet but but i i'm on i'm I'm really sticking to the fact that there's a bunch of weird shit that goes on off the coast of the West Coast and whatever anyway Hitler goes into the center of the earth to meet up with the aliens who are going to you know help him build an army because uh he pushed out in world war This that is I, that there's a group of people that believe that somewhere <laughs> just, but just hear me out so let's just think we've got several different theories going pointing towards the fact that there's something going on in the middle of the earth. Well, something tells me that the gateway to the middle of the earth, in the event that that is an actual thing, Purdue, uh, yeah, if that's an actual thing, there is, that, gate, if that if there is an actual gateway to the center of the earth, it is going to be between California and Japan. It's got to be. I'm not falling for the whole – it's at the top or the bottom of the planet, which obviously it all depends on how you look at the world. But I'm not sold on the fact that it's either at the North Pole or the South Pole. I'm not convinced that that's the case because why would it be? Why would that be the easiest way to get into the center of the Earth? It wouldn't be. The easiest way to get to the center of the Earth would be to go to the depths of the ocean. You go down to the – I mean I, I say it would be the easiest. I don't know how hard it is to go to the depths of the ocean. But undoubtedly, there are places closer to the center of the Earth that are in the ocean than there are on land or on top of miles of ice. I could be wrong, though. I am a, I am a bit of an idiot, um. So I don't know. It kind of makes me curious. And yes, I have discovered that the Japanese were the ones who kind of started putting out the uh, Godzilla films you know there's it's not just Godzilla there's multiple monsters that are involved with this theory and you know weird shit happens off the, the between Japan and the west coast now i have not done enough research to see if there's already a theory on what's going on in the pacific ocean but pacific ocean conspiracy theory. Okay. Look at that. You guys are having fun with me today. Look. This is what it's all about right here. Tsunami threat. Okay. That's not a conspiracy theory. A uh, mysterious case of uh, Jesus Christ, man. Just want I just want to hear something and the bizarre hollow earth th- conspiracy theory. Okay. Look at this. This is from July 24th. Now, I've heard of this hollow earth thing that people speak of. By the way, anybody who was affected by the, uh, the tsunami, I'm really sorry to hear that. That's, or by the, uh, volcano, that it is sad. I hate to hear that there was this problem, but today, excuse me, bear with me guys. Today, July 24th marks the birth date of Amelia Earnhardt, the American aviation pioneer who broke records for women in flight and helped form the female pilot group in the ninth, in the ninety nines group, the 99s. Okay. Never mind. Uh, yeah. The theories. Since Earnhardt's disappearance, a normal, a number... Oh, okay. So she disappeared. Yep. Guess I shouldn't have skipped this. On June 1st, 1937, Er, Earnhardt Earhart set off on a mission to become the first person ever to fly around the world. She set off on her journey from Oakland, California with navigator Fred Noonan. By June 29th, the two had reached Ley in New Guinea. Their next stop was due to be Howland Island in the the Pacific Ocean. But after taking off from Ley July 2nd, the two disappeared, a massive search for their for the pair was conducted but they were never found earhart declared dead on january 5th 1939 according to brit britannica britannica hmm the theories. Since Earhart's disappearance, a number of theories have been put forward to explain what could have happened. Almost inevitably, conspiracy theories have emerged, including Earhart was captured by the Japanese and either died or was given a new identity and returned to the U.S. And some seem outright strange. In tw- well, that's what I'm looking for, baby. That is what we're here for. Okay, now, twenty 20- in 2015, the New Dimensions blog, whilst pu- whilst publishing the Hollow Earth magazine posted that Earnhart Earhart Earnhardt, okay her name is Earhart but I can't help but think it's not pronounced that way Earhart was saved by beings called Agarthans Agarthans who live in a civilization inside of the earth bingo The blog states the Agarthans, (laughs) I always find articles that have like the words that are like the hardest fucking words to say, and I'm terrible at reading out loud. So I hope you guys can forgive me, but we're on a journey here. The blog states that the Agarthans used teleportation technology to help the aviator before she hit the ocean, which is why her plane was never found, though it's unclear if this is a genuinely held belief. Someone genuinely believes this, I promise. Newsweek has contacted the blog for comment. For Richard Gillespie, executive director of the International Group of Historic Aircraft Recovery, argues theories such as this do not hold water. He told Newsweek, I have come to believe the public and the media are so fascinated with Earhart and the internet is so hungry for content that anyone who has a theory, no matter how crazy, can get it out there. Well, no shit. Uh, he didn't say no shit. Uh, Tighar. Of course. Another one. T-I-G-H-A-R is a nonprofit foundation based in Pennsylvania that aims to promote responsible aviation, archaeology, and preservation. Oh, my God. These words get more and more difficult. Okay. Nikumaroro. I swear to God, dude. N-I-K-U-M-A-R-O-R-O. Landing. Nikumaroro. This is crazy. Niku... Okay, I'm not doing it. Niku Landing. The group works with the mainstream belief that Earhart and Nunan ended up on uninhabited patch of land formerly known as Gardner. Uh, oh, that's easy. Gardner Island. And now called Niku Nikuma, Nikumaruru, part of the Phoenix Islands of... I feel like this is a troll. I feel like I've stumbled across... This is Newsweek, but... Part of the Phoenix Islands of Kiribati Kiribati, and has launched 12 expeditions to the South Pacific. One mission set off as recently as 2017. Gillespie told Newsweek the U.S. government's official explanation was that Earhart and Nunan ran out of fuel, crashed, and sank, he added. It is the intuitive answer to the riddle, but there is no evidence to support it. Earhart never said she was going down. The massive 1937 Navy and Coast Guard search found no floating debris or oil slick and $6 million high-tech searches of the ocean bottom around Howland over the past 22 years have found nothing. (laughs) Damn, that's crazy, actually. According to the According to Gillespie, the, the Niku the Maruru Island landing, his island landing theory, is instead more than likely based on data and artifacts the group has collected. She sent radio distress calls, widely received and accepted as genuine at the time, for at least five nights, he said. But added, by the time search planes arrived, the plane had. Washed into the ocean by tides and surf. He also pointed to the bones found on the island, which were recorded and subsequently lost. In in 2018, Richard Jantz, professor emeritus of anthropology at the University of Tennessee Knoxville, studied the remains data and remains data and found indications they were earharts. In any case, while there may still be concentrating theories on Earhart's disappearance, her legacy as a female aviation pioneer is steadfast today. Well, well, I don't really care. I mean, I, I hate that for her, but I guess whoever she is is pretty important because there's several things, there's several articles here that are talking about her, the theories of her disappearance. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Apparently there was things. This woman disappeared a long time ago, but then was, there was a resurgence of different things that were causing people to think that maybe she just vanished. Uh, you know, here we have an article from November second, twenty twenty one. A strange dark mass in the middle of an island on Google Maps is blowing up social media with speculations. With speculation, with some users suggesting that it is a censored destination. The image of Visok Island, an uninhabited coral island in the central pacific ocean. See, that's what I'm saying right there. Right there's the freaking gateway. No, I'm joking. The image of Vasok, Vostok, Vostok Island is inhabited, in, is inhabited coral island in the central pacific was shared to a popular reddit thread that discusses unusual Google map finds. Quote, what the fuck what the fuck? This looks like nothing like an island. This looks like nothing like an island. Okay, user CocoBlocks wrote along alongside the screen grab of the triangular island. The tiny island appears to have a hollow black center with only the sandy beach surrounding its visible surrounding it being visible. Some speculated that it was a secret military base. Looks censored for some reason. My first thought was that it's censored. It wouldn't make sense for a natural formation to be black like that in such a shallow, small, tall island. Yeah, others joked that the island looked like far more ordinary objects. Scrolling past, I thought it was a hole on a leather seat. What you see is, what you see as black is actually very dark green. It's a very dense forest made up of pensional trees. User satisfaction any 20. What the hell? Yeah, so there's apparently a lot of theories about what's going. I say a lot. I, we've covered two, but there's things, other things that explain why there could be the possibility of something bizarre going on in the Pacific Ocean. Now, mind you, I, I don't know shit about shit. I, I would encourage you to look up if you if you actually think that there's something interesting going on there. You should look it up yourself because uh, you know you're a smart person, right? <laughs> right. You're you're smart guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I've just always felt that there was something pretty crazy going on there. Not to mention, like I said, we, we have a tendency of when it comes to things, whatever it is, we always have such a short memory. Unless we dedicate some level of time into cer- a certain, you know, thing. You know, for me, I have interest in things like, um. Let's just say the UFC, uh, particularly, not MMA as a whole, but mainly UFC. And I, if I watch, you know, i watch just about every fight that comes on when they come on. I don't watch every single fight, but I, I definitely watch the events and I listen to the, you know, the, the commentators that come out and give their commentary. Michael Bispings, the Chel Sunnens and, you know, Ariel Hawanis. I listen to all that stuff because I have interest in, you know, the UFC. I, I like, I like that. It's cool to me. Uh But, like, say for someone who doesn't know anything about it, but they know who Conor McGregor is. It's like, was, oh, yeah, man, you know, I get get to talking about Conor McGregor with him. I'm like, yeah, when he fought Jose Aldo. And they're like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, like, I guess, I guess I feel you, you know. The, and then it just, it goes in that kind of thing. Like, you, you want to dig deeper. Me, whenever, one thing that I get really comfortable when I get to talking about, say, if I... I want to have a conversation about the something that's happening in the current state of hip hop because of the fact that I not so much the past two years, but definitely still a little bit uh, and a lot, you know, in the past before the past two years, um, I definitely could sit here and, and talk with anyone and everyone for as long as they wanted to about having a conversation regarding the current state of rap music. Whether it be who's popular, whether it be the gossip, whether it be the drama, whether it be talking about young guys fighting over old guys, uh, who's beefing, who's not beefing—you know—it's like I kept up with that. But people who have no interest in that, they don't, they they would not be able to keep up in the conversation with me about it. You're not going to be able to toe a line with a, guy, which that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that's where it, you, only those people who are in specific interest with something like that. Me and you, particularly. Probably aren't just. I'm not sitting around every day listening to stuff regarding the UFO regarding UFOs. I'm not sitting around every day regard, listening to everything regarding uh, t- tectonic plates shifting in the planet or volcanoes or where earthquakes are. Uh, when it comes to earthquakes, I'm very. Uh, uh, what's the, I'm very, not in my backyard. You know, if it's not in my backyard, then I don't care. Like, that's how I am, and that's how, you know, I used to be with politics. And that's where I was gonna say, was some people with politics these days, like, somebody will do something, and their people are like, oh, well, that's, that's shitty. That's shitty that he's doing that, because blah, blah, blah. Insert this, this, and this. And it's like, well, the it's potentially being, so that person could be doing something because of something else that nobody told you about. But every single, blog or media outlet is telling you about this thing they just did that's not exclusive to presidents that's not exclusive to senators that's not exclusive to blue or red i'm just saying that that is a thing that happens and we call you you know how many times you've probably been in an argument and you realize about halfway through the argument the person made you see that like you clearly don't know the whole story like you don't have which no matter what, you can continue to win an argument when it comes to stuff like that because if you just keep going back and back and back further in time, you can just pass the buck and pass the blame to somebody else. But eventually, you know, you got the buck's got to stop. But with this kind of stuff, I think the same thing. It's the same thing with aliens. It's like if I had the time, like you could see where someone would go crazy. I can easily see. I don't know how people who have been incredibly invested in like politics and, you know, getting worked up about politics, I don't know how they don't go crazy. Like, if you do that for like two years, like, I'm mildly, I'm mildly obsessed with the current political climate in the world right now. Mildly invested. And it drives me crazy. Like, it is overwhelming. Like, which I think, to be fair, a lot of people my age and people who are active online probably it's hard to get away from it or it's probably easier today versus like say eight months ago but then again maybe not I don't know I feel like that's all gonna change soon because it is an election year so but I digress uh, with the aliens and 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 the crazy happenings that go on with inside the planet I can't help but feel like maybe we should pay more attention to that <laughs> you know what I'm saying I was like spend a lot of time arguing about like uh like oil and you know the the gas and all the different stuff that we argue about. And we're talking, you We need to go clean energy, which obviously who, I think you're kind of foolish to say. I think it is kind of I'm not saying that you are a fool, but I think it is kind of foolish to say we just shouldn't care and we should continue to just pull oil out of the earth. I'm not saying this is not saying we should stop tomorrow. I'm saying that for the sake of it's like, hey. All things like there's no infinite amount of anything. I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure there is, but like we don't do we know whether or not like all regenerates like I don't think it regenerates in the capacity in which we pull it out of the earth. So like eventually it will run out, correct? Or eventually it will cause a problem somewhere. One or the other, or both. One other or both. So you take into consideration the fact that we have a planet. That started out, and whether we, you know, this is not, I'm not saying that we all need to off ourselves or anything, but the planet itself was probably in better shape before we started doing the things that we did to it. And then eventually, say we perverted it, if you will. Mind you, we all love the things we have. We all love the things we have. Everything you have is a product of that perversion. But I'm just saying, it still happened. It is what it is. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, I know that a slave made my Nike shoe, but I'm still going to buy Nike shoes because I am just simply a product of my environment, and it's not that big of a deal. It is, but it's not. You get what I'm saying. It's kind of the same thing when it comes to, like, just pissing away the value of the planet. A lot of us are just like, you know, it is bad, but in the same breath, whatever. But like I said, let me not get too far away from the spectrum here, uh... What I'm saying about the oil thing is, you know, we're sucking the oil out of the planet. Well, we know that we use the oil, we use petroleum oil and petroleum gas as an oil and whatever it is for a b c d e f g a one a two a three it go the list goes on for the amount of things that we use that stuff for. And I'm not upset about the idea of the entire planet trying to get away from that. Obviously, it would expense. I understand, but in the same breath. Who cares? Doesn't matter. I don't want people to die about it, but I would love for that to continue to happen. Maybe not at the rapid pace that they're trying to do it now. Can't help but feel like somebody is just nefariously trying to, you know, acquire all the world's wealth out of, you know, exploiting the fact that the climate is in crisis, or all these other good things. But that's a debate to be had, and not a hill that I would be willing to die on. When it when it boils down to it, I'm uh. I'm pretty convinced that we probably have done a pretty shitty job at, like, picking up after ourselves as we continue to evolve as a society. Uh, You know, a lot of times you will find me arguing against a lot of things that uh, people who are diehard climate change people, uh, me and them probably could argue about a lot of things. But I think we probably agree on a lot as well. (laughs) Because, I mean, I really think that 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 is a problem. Uh, You know, I don't know that that is the cause for volcanoes popping off in the world. I don't know that uh our perversion of the planet is what is causing aliens to want to interfere at this juncture, at this time, uh, in the event that they are. You know, like, I don't know. There is something strange. Now, getting away from the Pacific Rim, if you will, there is something strange to be said. About all of the stuff that has happened in, just say, mine and your lifetime. There's crazy shit that happens all throughout history. But me and you, chances are, all of us, if not, cool. Shout out to people on the other side of the world. But me and most of us that are listening to this podcast were born and raised in America. Spent the majority of our life here in this culture, in this society, in this understanding of whatever it is that they have going for us. That has been provided to us. Uh, whatever the concept may be. Uh, and so. To think about like. Completely changing that. Is almost unfathomable. And it's scary. It's terrifying. Now. What would make you change? What would make you be willing to give up all of those things? I'm not asking you in like the manner of like, give up all of your possessions, you will own nothing and you will be happy. I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying, what kind, what level of like, And it's not necessarily just you because you might be all for it. You might – the only piece of technology you might have is the phone that you – I'm not saying technology is evil. I'm just saying the only piece of whatever it may be might be the phone that you're listening to this podcast on. That you're like, you know, man, I'm already with it, man. I already live in a fucking tin in the woods, bro. Like what else do you want from me, man? You might already be on that tip. That might already be what you're doing. But listen, most of us are not. Most of us are if anything, I mean, you, you, you've you heard it for forever. Every, the rat race. Everybody wants to have money. Everybody wants to have the newest things. Everybody wants the shiniest toy. Everybody wants these things. And that's, I'm not saying that that, that is both beautiful and the ugly truth of being a consumer society the way that we are. Once uh, uh, something is trash, it's trash, you know. And One man's trash is another man's treasure. Not sure how relevant that is to this conversation, but... Like, how, what would, what would have to happen in order for us to all be like, yo, this, this, and this needs to not be a part of our society anymore. Now I'm not talking about sex offenders and murder and like, uh, you know, sex robots. I'm not talking about those things. I'm talking about like, hey, we need to stop, we need to no longer use plastic. Like tomorrow. We need to no longer use oil tomorrow uh we need to no longer use paper tomorrow like what if those kind of, we we need to no longer mass produce corn mass mass produce factory farming animals like you have to stop all of that tomorrow what is something that could happen in order for an entire population a populace of 300 plus million people to agree to be like you're right we have got to stop doing this tomorrow You can't stick a gun to everyone's head and tell them that. You can't put a gun to everyone's head and say that. But the fucking aliens could. The fucking aliens could come and be like, Hey, you have totally destroyed our terrarium. You have... Trash bagged, like, what if they're like, what if they show up and they're like, holy shit, dude. You guys, this electricity is the worst thing in the world. Like, you guys are not supposed to be using electricity. There is a natural resource to create electricity somewhere. I don't, I mean, I'm sure there might be some kind of natural resource. There's a natural harnessing of resources that you were supposed to use. This is not what y'all are supposed to do. Y'all have been fucked up. Think about how long we would have been, we have been fucked up if that's what it is. If electricity was a thing that was like, I mean, because to us, that's especially like, I mean, maybe like two or three, four generations ago, it was probably like still wild. To us, it's just 100% natural. Like it's, I mean, not natural, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it's just there. Like, we just think that somebody plugs in a cord somewhere and uh, electricity exists. That's not how it works. If you don't know, you should look it up. I'm not going to begin to try to explain it to you. But I know that that's not how it works. There's fuel cost. There's things. There's so much stuff that goes into be you being able to plug things up at your house. Uh, you know, I digress. But the, like, what if the aliens come in there? Like, oh my god! Like, what are y'all doing? You're not supposed to st- like have you know forty five five hundred square miles of fucking corn and rice growing all at once. You know, or like, maybe maybe they, maybe they don't care. But I'm just saying like. All these different things that we do that just seem like that's the way it's done because it's created for this many people and it's made to be sold like this and like this. What if – I mean what if somebody did come back and like, yo, hey, you guys have 30 days to turn this around across the entire world? You have to turn it around in 30 days or we're going to come back and wipe this bitch clean? We're going to take every single one of you guys out. Like, nobody can wheel and deal. Nobody can make it make a deal with the, the aliens. All it is just like, yo, we have come to the conclusion that you guys have royally fucked up this whole project here. And if you don't figure out a way to fix it, it we're going to have to get rid of you. Because you're poisoning the atmosphere. You're ruining the, the bigger picture here. Because you guys did this, this, and this. Do you think that, I mean... I don't know. At that point we might just would imagine a large portion of the population would probably just say fuck it, I'm ready to die. I don't know that you could say the majority of it would say that, but I mean there'd probably be a lot of people who would be like turn me into, you know, intergalactic fodder. That's fine. Blow me right out of the sky. I will be the piece of junk that you plaster all over the atmosphere. I will become stardust. I am Iggy Stardust. And then, you know, the rest of the 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 rest of the world, I mean, maybe they would be like, you know what? See, the thing is, it's like right now, if that happened, I feel like there would be such a large portion of the planet that would be like, That's fucking bullshit, man! We don't fucking believe you! False flags! It's fucking fake! Tupac's not dead! You know, like, they would just be losing their shit. They'd be like, I don't believe you. Which kind of sucks. Because I don't know, I might be that guy too. And I don't think it's because I listen to too many right-wing conspiracy theorists. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I just think it's the fact that if motherfuckers didn't lie so much, then conspiracy theorists wouldn't be so convincing to so many people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that there is a gateway to the center of the planet, though there might be. Uh, that story would be a lot less believable if, like, the people who did know shit actually were transparent about it. Because we don't, we don't know what the level of reality is when it comes to things that are out of our scope of understanding. Like, you listen to it, there's a whole field of practice that is considered one of the most important doctrines and theories and whatever in the, in the entire existence of man. And it's called, uh, quantum, quantum theory, like quantum computing, quantum theory, quantum theory, shit, you know, whatever, all that stuff. When those people talk, I have no idea what they're talking about. Like, I don't even know the bare basics of what they're talking about. Like, the way that my mind feels whenever I listen to someone on YouTube talk about stocks or option tradings, because I've been trying to listen to this stuff and learn a little bit about that stuff lately, the amount of confusion that I have from listening to that is a fucking golf ball to an entire galaxy of how confused I am when I listen to that shit. I feel like I'm playing on hard mode versus, like, legendary death mode. You get shot once you die and start over from the beginning of the game. Not okay. I I don't know if you guys are catching the the reference, what I'm trying to make, or the the connection here, but I'm just saying, I have no idea what they're talking about when they talk about quantum theory. There was this guy on uh, this podcast I listened to one time, and he said that it was more likely that we were living in a simulation than not likely. It was more likely that what is that we are more like uh in living in an ant farm than it is unlikely that the case. And to me I'm like, "Oh, well great. Well what's the what's the point?" If this is the reality, you know, that's the reality you can have to continue to live in, correct? I digress. I'm just saying, if the people who if the people who did know, the people who were supposed to explain to us and keep us all, of, uh, you know, functioning perfectly fine, we wouldn't be so inclined to believe crazy shit you know like but the pe- but the fact of the matter is is that the people who are in charge of the planet are so compartmentalized and they're so full of shit that you know what are you supposed to do <laughs> like they, 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 this this information, information never comes out I, th- I feel like it, we've all been like spoiled to believe like oh well if we told the whole world that you know aliens were real and this this and this insert whatever actual crazy scenario or not crazy scenario of aliens being real aliens could be real and they could be here and they're not like tripping about shit they're like damn dude we didn't even know our our ship would get here like but our people that run the planet communicate with them and they're like well we can't just let you guys go home for starters but we also can't let you we can't let you uh like mingle with society Because if you mingle with society, then they're gonna know, and then they're gonna go run around, and everybody's gonna cut their own heads off. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do they think we're gonna do? We're not gonna go firebomb, you know, some like capital building because of the fact that aliens are real. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think somebody might, but I mean, if they're not going to blow us out to fucking smithereens, why would it be such a crime to? Tell the world about aliens. Or tell the world about the gateway to the center of the planet in the Pacific Ocean. (laughs) You know, I don't really, I don't really think that that's, that's that terrifying. If it's always been there, you know what I'm saying? Like, now if there's something that we can do in the face of grave danger, whether it be the, the little green guys from the sky or the, you know, big massive monsters there's another name for them. They call these, uh, they call them the mon- the big monsters, something else. I think it's more of like a, uh, it's gotta be like the name in one of those island, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what they're called though. Uh, my coworker was explaining to me that there's another name for the monsters. But, uh, these big ass, you know, King Kong, Pacific Rim, uh, Godzilla type monsters, they have a name. I know it's got a name, but I don't know what to call it. Yeah. But like, I, those things could be real, but if they've been real this whole time, clearly they haven't done anything to us. So why would you just tell us? Like, I know that these things might not be real, but there are similar situations, correct? If there's similarities to things of this caliber, if there are things that are just miraculously unknown, tell us. Like, do you you know how? think about how much easier it would be for us to, if we are fucking up the tectonic plates in the planet, and it's causing volcanoes and all this other shit... Tell us. Let us know that that is going to be our imminent end without making it sound contrived. Like, I know, there's somebody out there listening to this that's like, is what they're saying with global warming. It's like, yes, you're right. But, like, they don't tell us that in 30 days, every one of you motherfuckers are going to be dead. You're going to die in 30 days if this has not changed. Like, it needs to be... A a, a a genuine, because they tell you 12 years, look up, uh, what was this, not Frank Gore, Al Gore. They said Al Gore, what was it, Al Gore invented climate change, or the internet. I don't remember which one it was, but I know he's a big guy of climate change. they like, throw cli- or he you threw climate change on his back and hauled ass. That was like a big thing. People said he was the guy who like really, really pushed climate change, and now here we are. But, uh, I just remember him him losing to uh George Bush when I was a kid but uh yeah, so and then nine eleven Dun dun uh, uh no. <laughs> but I don't know i, I mean I, i'm not I, but in the same breath, that's another thing if people didn't weren't so full of shit, the only reason that That's the only reason that if they did tell us that 30 days from today, the monsters were coming from the center of the earth, the oil was going to be depleted and cause a volcano that is going to – in every continent that's going to blow up half of the fucking continent. And they don't believe that there's fucking little – they can't – they don't know whether to believe that there's – they don't have any idea where to land on the little blue guys. There's going to be somebody telling you you're full of shit every time. You know why? It doesn't matter how high up the food chain you go and you find a name that said this. Uh, The prime minister of such and such said this. Or the little girl from New Zealand said this. Or the Indian professor said this. No matter what, there's going to be a large portion of people that say, You're full of shit. We don't believe you. Twelve years ago, you said that the world was going to be fucking on fire because of the fact that we kept driving cars and... You know, kept making plastic dolls in China. And here we are, 12 years later. And there's all kinds of crazy shit happening in the world. And a lot of it seems like natural disasters. A lot of it seems like uh, it's fucking hot and cold and hot and cold in places it's not supposed to be. Uh, bad weather, blah, 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 blah. Insert, you know, whatever kind of catastrophic bullshit here. And you can't help but wonder... You know, maybe, uh, maybe they were off (laughs) a couple of years, you know, like all of us in the South know that it gets hot. It's getting hotter. Are we, we're under the, you know, we're like, Hey, it was a lot hotter this year than it was last year. And then it's like, Hey, this winter is cold for like four or five days. And then I'm fucking sweating again. And it's like, I don't feel like it was that way when I was a kid. I feel like it was cold for a while and then it wasn't cold anymore. I don't know why it does that. I don't know why that is a thing. But that is a thing. It is happening. Uh, like I said, I feel like there uh, there is a a hefty percentile of climate change conversation that is true. I feel like there is a hefty amount of unexplained phenomenons that happen in the sky and from the sky that we don't know What's true, and we do know some of it is true. I don't know how many, uh, how much truth there is to there being a gateway in the South Pole or the North Pole or the Pacific Rim, where um, since it since goes to the middle of Earth. I don't know how much of that's true. There might not be any merit to that, but still, nonetheless, I don't know. It's confusing, man. <laughs> it's it's confusing, but. Or oh, the weather the weather is weird. Uh, the concept of monsters is pretty weird as well. Um, and aliens. All of which I couldn't tell you a lot about. I have heard a lot of things about aliens <laughs> in my lifetime. And it kind of feels like a little bit of a rat race. But, you know, you, you start listening to people talk about quantum theory and you're like, you know what, man? Maybe uh, there's some things I just don't know. There are just some things I wasn't meant to understand, and I don't know that I'm willing to dedicate every waking second of my life to trying to figure out the answers to these things. Some things we can't let go of. It's going to be really difficult for me to completely rid myself of political concerns and wars and rumors of wars and the dark, nefarious people that hide in the shadows of the uh, powerful circles throughout our world and our country and our societies. It's hard to just look away from that. And it's hard to not be curious, and it's hard not to dig deep. Uh, and you know it, it it makes you it makes you sadly enough. And I think that probably to my to a fault at times for me, I think that that kind of stuff is the reason why I'm almost obligated to question everything. I feel I am I am accidentally a contrarian in almost every semi or fully trivial conversation that I ever have. And it sucks because sometimes I just want to be like, yeah, man, 100%. I feel you. I agree 100%. And that very rarely happens. Like it very rarely rarely happens because I'm very bad about saying, hey, we need to look at it from both points of view. I can't just be like, you know what? I, I, I think it has to do with fence riding and playing it safe sometimes sometimes i think that but sometimes i am 100 percent. sometimes i'm like yeah that dude fucking sucks and if i'm wrong i'm wrong so what in my humble opinion that guy sucks i'm just an example not no guy specifically but uh yeah i don't know man it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy Listen, next week we're going to have a guest on the show, uh, someone you guys have never met, and we might actually do two episodes. We might actually do two episodes this week, so you guys stay tuned. Listen, I want you all to go back and listen to all – if you made it this far, thank you so much. I'm so glad you guys rock with me. Go back and listen to all 70 of the other episodes. I think it's 71 episodes, by the way. Uh, go listen to them all and go share them with your friends, whichever one you like. Tell them. Uh, we're about to start uh, putting out – three or four clips on Instagram a week. So w- that way you can share and be like, hey, this is the podcast I've been listening to. You guys can check it out. Check out this clip where Shane talks a bunch of shit. Babe, I'm just joking. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you guys for listening so much. Look, I am working on something and I know that I always say I'm working on something because I am always working on something because it's never, my work is never done. No, uh, listen, NFTs, those of you guys who listen to the podcast all the time, the one, the, the handful of you guys that listen to every oh shit, sorry, that listen to every episode, I want you guys to be the first ones in on this. Look, some the, some of you guys, you guys donate money to the podcast. Some some of you guys, you know, you share. Some of you, you you run you know sponsorship stuff. Some of you are like, hey, take this money, man, and put it towards the music, put it towards the podcast. You guys are the ones, the ones that get hand give give me some money sometimes. That's a horrible way to word this. You guys are the ones that I want to get in on this. I want you guys to get in on the NFTs with me. Because you will not only be supporting the podcast like you have, but you will also be getting something in return. Which could potentially be worth something one day. A shitload of money. Or it will just be a memento for the fact that you have been a devout supporter of both me and my compadres and my music and all of the things that I am involved in and i really do appreciate you guys for all of your dedication and respect for me and what i do so look i'm about to start doing i'm gonna roll out the nft uh i guess store uh we're gonna roll i'm gonna roll that out hope, hopefully by the end of february and it's going to be tight. So but what I need you guys to do, and you've heard me talk about on this show, I'm going to have somebody on here in a, in a week or two that's going to talk more about how NFTs work. And it sounds so boring and it's so confusing and it's like, what the fuck? I don't care. But listen, this space that we are going in in society is going to be a lot more uh, appropriated to things like nfts and cryptocurrency and the freaking metaverse and all this so the stuff that you guys say oh that's fucking stupid i don't care about that in 10 years you're going to care about it so why not have a little fun at first and we're going to open up the organic poison nft shop and it's, I'm I'm excited about it. Okay, like it's going to have several different, uh, several different things. I've got already brewing up for it, uh, and I'm wanting to get people in on it to help me with the artwork and you know play a part in the ecosystem that we are here to try to build. That you are helping me build, and that all these guys that I have that come on the show, whether it be the artist or whether it be the other podcasters or the other content creators, are just my friends, man. We've all been on this journey together, whether we knew it or not, before the podcast even came out, before you guys started listening, before you randomly stumbled across this episode today. Uh, We've been on this journey together because we are a part of the same generation. Whether you know, sure, we can say, "Oh, I'm a millennial," "Oh, I'm Generation X," or "Uh, we're all humans living in this same time period together right now." So. You know, you, you, you contributing, your your amount that you contribute is really helping me and it's encouragement and it's awesome. Uh, and the NFTs are going to be something that I want to have for you guys to learn because learn to be a part of because not only do I want to take this part of the journey with you guys together, but it also gives you something in return for contributing to the cause, man. So, uh, yeah, but if you happen to listen this far and you want to contribute now, you can do so by sending me a dollar at, to Cash App Organic Poison uh, that's going to be Organic Poison P-O-I-S-N there's no second O in poison or you can send it to Paypal.com slash Shane is O that's S-H-A-N-E-I-S-O Uh yeah, and once again, guys, don't forget to go add poundcake dot tattoos on Instagram. Shout out to Manny Anderson, a loyal, loyal contributor to the podcast. And when I say contributor, I mean intake feedback. He is he is the homie. And I also want to give a big shout out to Winging It Woody. Uh, this dude right here is the man's, and I'm gonna put both of their uh both of their Instagram handles in the uh the box. Down there, the info about the episode. You guys tune in next week to Organic Poison Podcast. Like I said, we're gonna have a guest and we're probably gonna have another episode this week. We might have two episodes next week too. We're about to get the show rolling. Thank you guys. Have a good night. I said the Joker is the man. It makes the